and welcome to the 42's Rugby Show. Now what a difference a couple of days make. On Wednesday we were talking about Murray Kinsella live from Auckland and the, the, the mood around the lines was, you know, there was a bit of gloom around the place and there was pressure on Warren Gatlin's side. They came out this morning and delivered a huge performance against the Crusaders and came away with a victory. We're joined on the line live from Christchurch by Murray Kinsella. Murray, thanks for joining us. Thanks a million, Ryan. It's probably, Murray, it's probably not overstating to say that this morning's victory in the context of the tour is a huge one. Yeah, like it, it changes the mood, as you've kind of mentioned there, it changes the mood so quickly. Um, even in the press conference afterwards, Warren Galland, really upbeat, really positive. He said that last week was tough for them, tough for the squad, challenging for the squad to take that kind of criticism um, from the New Zealand media in particular after just two games of the tour when they felt, look, we've just come off an airplane, we're going to struggle initially with jet lag and, and finding those kind of combinations. But... It's, it's changed utterly now. I think everyone's going to be talking about the quality of that Lions performance. Um, and certainly the players are, are aware that this, it feels like, you know, the thing is kicking into gear. There was a hell of a lot of Lions fans in the uh, stadium in Christchurch tonight, so it really picked up in terms of the atmosphere there as well. And um, yeah, and it feels like the thing is motoring now. And it's interesting that I think New Zealand rugby are delighted to see this happening as well. Like, they want a good test series. They want the Lions at their peak coming into those three games. Um, and it looks like things are going to move that uh, direction gradually. It's great to see. Yeah, I suppose one of the, the downfalls on, on Wednesday and that defeat to the Blues was the fact that, you know, the Lions got caught narrow, as we discussed on Wednesday, you know, in defence. And today was completely different. You know, that victory was built on defence. While they only scored 12 points through the boot of Owen Farrell, it was, you know, centred on defence and they were much, much better. Yeah, really good day for Andy Farrell, as well as his son, Owen Farrell, who was absolutely outstanding at 10 and then moving into the centre after Johnny Sexton came on. But that defence was, was the foundation of the whole win. Uh, the Crusaders have been exceptional in attack this season. They've ripped sides apart. Um, and that was a worry coming into this game. Just the fluidity and the combinations that they have built up over the course of a season and the Lions having made individual errors against the Blues to give up those two tries, in particular the, the Rico Iwani one and the, the, scoring, the winning try rather from uh, Ohio West. But they really, um, they really melded together well. Really aggressive line speed. They smothered Richie Mwanga, who has been exceptional for the Crusaders all season. Um, and the Crusaders didn't know how to play around it. I think you'll probably see that the All Blacks will be a little bit more intelligent in how they manage that defence. The Crusaders needed to kick at times today. They just didn't. They, they wanted to play with ball in hand. Um, and there was a bit of naivety there, I think. Uh, but the, the Lions' defence was exceptional. Um, they, got caught, they actually got caught narrow a couple of times just early on in the game. But they fixed that. They swarmed forward. Really clever. You know, when they send one shooter up, they had another guy in behind just providing that little safety net. Nice little technical details. And I think that was always going to be the case that that, that was a massive thing for the Lions. And I think Andy Farrell will definitely sleep well tonight. Sure. I mean, one of the things that we discussed again on Wednesday was the discipline and the lack of discipline, I suppose, in that, in that Auckland Blues game. Today was completely different. And again, that just led to a much improved performance. And they were able to, I suppose, yeah. control the game from there. Exactly. They weren't letting up the, the kind of pressure that they, they did let up against the Blues. Having said that, they didn't convert that pressure into tries, but those little kind of elements that build into performance, they all improved today. So you had, didn't have guys giving away silly penalties. You had guys actually stopping the offload. Nice double tackles. You know, one was chopping low, getting a wrap around the upper body. There was a lot more of that, a lot more kind of awareness of the things they needed to improve on. And in such a short space of time with such little training time that that was impressive from the lines the kicking game which definitely needed to improve after the blues when they kicked long it was a strange tactic they did kick long at times tonight but that was into space you saw Connor Murray 
leading that masterfully, I thought. His box kicking was exceptional. Some of those exit kicks were absurdly good. I don't know how he gets so much distance on them. Mm. Um, and Old Farrell had a couple of nice uh, tactical kicks as well. So I think all those little constitutional elements really improved for the Lions and, and it looked like a, a bit of a test side coming together. So I think Warren Gallen's going to be excited by that. You kind of touched on it there, like 12 points is, is realistically is not going to be good enough to beat the All Blacks when they start the test series. And you kind of touched on the, the missed opportunities there. Obviously, it's going to be something that they're going to have to try to work on. And again, we saw it on Wednesday and then we saw it again today. There's still a a few inaccuracies there, a few missed passes and the final pass just not going to hand when on another night it could have gone to hand and they could have been in for a couple of tries. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the big thing for the Lions on this tour so far, I think, is the <clears throat> the missed chances. Uh, we saw it against the Barbarians. I think we spoke about this last time, that chance where Anthony Watson didn't get put away by Stuart Hogg. Against the Blues, we saw it a number of times early in the game and I think we did some analysis on the 42 about this. Just the, the backs being square up the pitch, uh, fixing defenders before they pass and kind of preserving the space that their forwards have managed to create with some good ball carrying. Uh, again tonight, it was a really good build-up play. You know, nine clean line breaks is, is really good by any standards. I thought the attacking shape was a lot more fluid. I thought the forwards were a lot more comfortable in that kind of shape. They're using the 1-3-3-1 system. Um, I, I thought that was all more fluid and, and more um, yeah, intuitive, I guess is the word. But... When you get in behind, you have to finish. You have to finish some of those chances. There were some real glaring ones. And interesting, uh, it was interesting that Gatlin picked out the Anthony Watson one where he broke through, really brilliant line break, but he chose to pass to, to Johnny Sexton. Yeah. And Gatlin said he wanted to see Watson go and back himself one-on-one -on -one against Israel Dag. Um, instead, he passed. So maybe that's a lesson for the Lions. Get in behind, be confident enough to, to take on your shoulders to be the guy to actually go and finish that chance. But still, some of it's down to those lack of combinations you know there's one in the first half really good build-up play Jonathan Davies picks an incredible line just before he, came, he went off for that head injury but the pass from Monfire was just a little bit hard and um, I think they'll learn from that he'll maybe take a bit off the pass he's going to understand that line that Davies runs a little bit better so I think they can improve those things but it, it's quite urgent that they do that on this tour because against the All Blacks you have to be ultra clinical with the chances you get yeah. it was a it was a good night for the Lions overall but in particular the Irish guys that started I mean the likes of Sean O'Brien he looked back to you know physical peak I think it was his first full start since um, the Champions Cup quarterfinal in April so I mean he looked in incredible shape you mentioned Conor Murray he had a great game um, Tyke Furlong Jack McGrath you know these these guys really stood up yeah, yeah. You don't want to be too parochial about it, but let's go there anyway. <laughs> yeah, overall, the Irish guys were, were, were standouts, really. Off the bench, maybe Jack McGrath, was, he was solid. He didn't have, have a whole lot to do. I think CJ Sander will be disappointed with that, that knock-on in the incident we've just spoken about. But he had some really nice carries before before when the line breaks down the left-hand side, I think it was Ben Teo. He had a really good carry with nice footwork as well, which he, which he needed to add in maybe from that Auckland Blues game. Um, but the guy who started... Just outstanding. Conor Murray's kicking. We've spoken about that. Um, and he looks like a leader in that squad already. He doesn't speak as much as the other guys, but just by his very actions, um, he, he kind of leads the, leads the squad. There was one miss pa uh, one poor pass to deck where um, Sean O'Brien kind of covered for his arse by sprinting back. Incredible pace he showed, actually, to cover Richie Moanga. So I think Conor Murray will probably buy him a beer for that, as well as buying Stuart Hogg yeah. a beer for splitting open his head. And interestingly, those, those two are actually roommates at the moment. So... Uh, I think there'll be a few cups of teas made by Conor Murray maybe tonight. Um, but in the back row, really, really impressed with, with Peter O'Mahony and Sean O'Brien. I think Warren Galland will really like what he saw from those two. 
Peter Oman, he, he gives you the, the best defensive line-out forward skills in Europe, really. You know, jumping at two, we saw an early steal in that game. Not many of the other back rows can do that. Uh, I thought his handling skills were good. He put Ben Teo away at one stage nicely. He got in for a, a, a turnover at the breakdown where he kicked the ball loose. Um, and off the ball, the, 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 the things you notice uh, being at the match are those off-the-ball moments where he really leads, where he gets in guys' ears, encouragement, maybe a kick up the arse, getting in the opposition's faces. You know, there was that time where the scrum went over um, and, and the Crusader was kind of rubbing in the Lions' faces. There's Peter O'Mahony straight in, grabbing jerseys, not taking a step back. I think Gallen likes that, that, that approach he, he has to that kind of stuff. Um, you mentioned Tyke Furlong. Really good in the scrum against two All Blacks loose heads, and he really impressed. I think he's going to be the test starter there. And Sean O'Brien, great to see him get through such a good uh, shift, having not played since the start of April. Um, but he looked really fit. He looked, he looked like he's got his body composition in a nice place. You know, he had that pace, and um, he had the power still in the carry, and he 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 just loves those big games. He, he's kind of built for it. He's he's proven he can do it. Um, and I think it's really interesting for him now with with Sam Warburton. Having had that ankle uh, issue, Warren Gallen says he will play on Tuesday against the Highlanders. But I think Sean Brown, Sean Brown has made a, a really big statement there. Yeah, speaking of statements, you know Sexton, Johnny Sexton got on again. He wasn't a starter, but you know that injury to Jonathan Davis afforded him that chance. He's played in all three games, and I suppose today University, you could say that it was a much improved performance by Johnny when he came on at ten and, and Farrell shifted to centre. Yeah, I don't think he would have imagined playing in the, in the first three games, all of them. I think he has the most minutes out of anyone now. Um, and he got on early in this game with, with, with Davies getting that head, head injury. But yeah, his, his, easily it was his best performance of the tor tournament so far. He needs games, you know. He hasn't played a whole lot for Leinster in recent times. Um, and it's probably positive that he's getting in there with so much game time early on in the tour. He just looked more relaxed. He looked uh, sharper with his passing game. Uh, he, he really actually worked well with Farrell and Gallon has kind of said, we're not looking at that Farrell-Sexton combination, but afterwards in the press conference he said, we're looking at that combination now because it worked quite well. In some of the build-up play, having those kind of dual passers in the back line, you can get a double screen play and little things like that where they're both making decisions on the ball. And I thought Johnny Sexton had some lovely passes. The time he got opened up, he put Liam Williams away, and as is so often the case with him, he leaves his ribs open and he gets absolutely levelled. That's just the way he plays. I think it's part and parcel of it for him. But yeah, I think it, I think it was a real step forward for Johnny Sexton. Um, and it's great to see him back in contention. You didn't want to see him written off too early in the tour. Uh, he's back in there. I still think Farrell is is going to be the Test 10. Uh, I thought he started the game really well in the 10 shirt. And I'd say he wasn't too happy about having to play uh, in the centre for, for the rest of it. But yeah, Johnny Sexton, I think, is, is back in the mix there. Yeah, sure. Just before we came on air, you, you kind of you touched on the, the mix zone afterwards and the players were filtering through. and. Generally, they were all obviously delighted with the result, but it was a kind of a general feeling that the, the tour is not only back on track, but they now feel that they're properly on a Lions tour. Yeah, I think so. I think the, the atmosphere even tonight was a, it was a step up. Uh, it's an interesting place. It's a temporary stadium in, in, in Christchurch. Obviously, the, the damage from the earthquake uh, took out Lancaster Park. And they're still trying to get a, a, a full-time kind of international stadium sorted. It's been a slow process. But even with that, it was a really brilliant atmosphere. They have those horses coming out before the game, which is a bit of a weird sight. The Crusaders on top of horses, but certainly gets the crowd going. And then during the game, you kind of realise how many Lions fans are over here now. Um, it, it's really picked up the numbers around the place. So many Lions jerseys, Lions chants. And, and a few of the players actually mentioned that, kind of unprovoked after the game, said, you know, it feels like we're in the middle of it now. And 
and the quality of that game tonight. I thought it was just a brilliant rugby match. Really outstanding players across the board. Um, and that's what it's going to be like. It's it's only going to take steps up from here. You know, it's it's right into the tour and it's so exciting for those players. Yeah. Do, you th do you feel like that result, and, and obviously statement is a word that's been used quite a bit over the last kind of seven days or so that the Lions kind of needed to send out a statement. Do you think that that result and that performance today did, I mean, the, the reaction from the New Zealand media, you know, the instant reaction was, I think one of, the, one of the pieces was, you know, his intro was game on and that was it, you know. Do you feel that now that the, the New Zealand media, the New Zealand public and maybe the All Blacks are, are considering that, oh, now the Lions will bring something to this series? Yeah, well, it's never been the All Blacks who have had any doubt. As soon as we arrived in New Zealand, the difference in opinion between reading the New Zealand Herald and chatting to rugby people, coaches or players about their lines was, was unbelievably stark. Mm. The, the All Blacks always knew that this was going to be a huge test. Even even if the warm-up matches hadn't gone well for the Lions, they were always going to have a really strong test team to put out there. Um, chatting to Wyatt Crockett afterwards, who had a bit of uh, a tough time at the hands of Ty Furlong, but he said, listen, We've never bought into this kind of stuff that the Lions are struggling after two games. They knew that the Lions were going to come good, and they know that the Lions are going to give them a, an incredible test in the, in the test series. Look, the All Blacks are definitely still heavy favourites, strong favourites, however you want to put it. But but we, we can see now that the Lions have those kind of elements, those players. The energy that guys like Owen Farrell and those big players brought today, I thought was really interesting. Everyone kind of bounces off them and, and, and kind of gets lifted by them, especially Farrell. I think he's such a key player on this tour. So, yeah, I think we're seeing now, the rest of us, what the All Blacks probably always saw, that the Lions are going to have a strong scrum, strong ball, strong ball carriers, really good kicking game, uh, really good pressure game. And that's probably one thing they need to add, I think, is the back three. No one's really stood out there for me yet. I thought Anthony Watson had, had some big moments there, but I think someone really needs to go and grab those wing spots. George North was quiet tonight, Liam Williams didn't really get going, uh, so that's the big question now for, for Gatlin moving forward, everywhere else he has great competition, he has guys in good form, but um, collectively I think we saw a bit more of, of what the Lions are going to bring to that test series. Sure. Speaking of moving forward, you're, you're on the road again tomorrow um, to Dunedin for, for Tuesday's games against the Highlanders, I mean that's another t stiff test, there's obviously going to be changes, new players coming in, I mean what do you kind of expect from that game and of course the Maori coming up next Saturday ahead of the test series, so another busy week I suppose ahead for the Lions. Yeah, it's, it's relentless, it's really, really relentless on this tour but it's really exciting to get to a new city and, and see new things and a team like the Highlanders who also play really exciting rugby, um, I think just the fact that the Lions have, have won that game and, and played well probably puts less emphasis on the result. Uh, I think we're slightly going to start moving now towards the kind of vibe of dirt trackers and, and your test team. I think you're going to see very close to the test team in Rotorua against the Maori uh, next weekend. So you're seeing some of the guys who probably aren't going to be in that mix on Tuesday in Dunedin. But yeah, they want to keep that momentum going. I think there's going to be wholesale changes again. Uh, but people will still feel there's a, there's a chance there, even if a guy like Ian Henderson, who has probably done himself quite a bit of harm in that first match and looks like he's out of the mix in the second row, what's to say, an outstanding ball-carrying performance, a couple of line-out steals, that kind of thing, can't squeeze him back into even a, a test match squad. So there, there's plenty on the line. I think getting that win tonight was it was just so important just to, to lift some of that pressure. And, and I think Gallen can be a little bit more relaxed about that game. He obviously wants to win as many as he can, but... 
he can certainly use it a bit more tactically now. Yeah, just finally, Mary, before we let you go, I mean, you mentioned the word pressure there, and there was Gatland admitted afterwards that it was a tough week. Do you know, you know, now that that victory is out of the way and they put in a, a performance of, of some intent, I mean, do you feel that they'll be able to go out more and express themselves and let the players enjoy it a bit more? You know, we touched on before that the players now feel that they're, they're on a Lions tour. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the fact that they're, they're like, they've just trained together a bit more now, that, that team that played there t tonight, or in the morning in your time has had a, quite a bit together to actually combine and, and understand each other Conor Murray and Owen Farrell working together getting a sense of each other's ideas tactically what you want to do in this situation what you want to do then and that makes it more enjoyable you know it's frustrating playing with guys you don't know um, I'm sure everyone's had that experience of turning up with, for a team and you, you don't know everyone there and you're struggling to get to get that reading of, of what they're going to do that's coming now it's coming more naturally you're starting to see the leaders emerge and people kind of rally around them as well. And it's, that's more enjoyable. That's what's going to make this tour enjoyable is being good on the rugby pitch. Yeah. There's so much sites, so there's so much commercial stuff, there's so much sponsor stuff and, and community stuff, which is all great. And it's important that the Lions uh, live up to the kind of the big uh, name they have globally. But the most important thing is, is doing well on the pitch. That's going to make it more fun for them. That's going to make it more fun for New Zealand rugby. And that's going to make it more fun for us. Yeah. Would you be a lot more positive now going into, I know the test series is still a fortnight away and there's still, as we mentioned, those two more warm-up games, but would you feel there's a lot more positivity in it around the camp now? I know it's just a couple of hours after the, that game, but I mean, there's certainly, from here, there seems to be a lot more positivity around. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's a, there's a lot more sense of the fact that they're going to be competitive. There is realism there as well, though. They know that if they're not going to take those chances when they make line breaks, that they're not going to beat the All Blacks. They know that their defence is going to get a far greater test than anything here. You know, Warren Gatton's talking about the Super Rugby teams possibly being as good as the, the All Blacks. I don't think he really believes that. And as Steve Hansen like, swiftly put it down, he said, I don't know what he's thinking there. That, that's not true, basically. Um, I think Callan himself knows that. He's just... He's just throwing these things out there at times just to lift a, a little bit of that pressure. But, yeah, it's it's moved forward now. It's taken a step up. Um, I think it's going to be more exciting for everyone just following this tour. And, and it feels, you know, we're just a couple of weeks away from that test match. How exciting that's going to be. I still think they're up against, well, they are up against the greatest team in the, in the world at the moment. And it's a massive, massive task. But, yeah, I'm, I'm delighted they've shown a bit more of that that we're going to get a, a competitive series. Yeah. And just finally, Murray, before we let you go, I mean, what can we kind of expect from the Highlanders on Tuesday? Because the Crusaders, at the, as the Super Rugby leaders and unbeaten this season, were built up as this the stiffest test for the Lions. And they, it's probably fair to say that they didn't perform to their full potential this evening. I mean, what can we kind of expect from the Highlanders? And is it going to be another step up for the Lions now on Tuesday? Yeah, in terms of quality, they haven't been as good as, as the Crusaders this year. Um, they have slightly different um, strengths. They're actually their kicking game is really good, so that'll be a good test for 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 the Lions. They they box high, they they kick long and, and kick chase really well. Uh, so it'll be a slightly different style. They're brilliant on turnover attack, so that'll be a good challenge for the Lions' defence. I think, and it would actually be good. It would be good if they get into those situations. Obviously, you don't want to turn the ball over, but the positive of that is that, is that your players are getting tested in those turnovers, uh, kind of transition zones. And that was that was one of the massive challenges, as we as we mentioned before, for for the Lions going down to New Zealand. The New Zealand teams are so comfortable in those transitions from defence to attack and, and and adapting to that. So I think it'd be great for the Lions to get tested that way. But but I think they should be I think they should be looking um, looking for, for that win win on Tuesday. Obviously, not a good performance is key, but 
yeah, that, that victory is going to keep momentum rolling. Yeah. We'll catch up with you after that game on, on Tuesday anyway, Murray. Thanks a million for joining us again. Cheers, Ryan. And uh, make sure you join us on Tuesday, as I said, and we'll be reviewing that game against the Highlanders. Until then, goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.